this week, um, to think on the name Jesus as Jesus of Nazareth. Um, this is a quote. It's only a short one, so I didn't ask to give it up. How God anointed Jesus of Nazareth with the Holy Spirit and power. <laughs> and how he went, to, he went around doing good and healing all who are in the power of the devil because God was with him. So, went on the internet, wonderful thing, to find out what Nazareth was really like in those days. And it was actually just a very small, quiet, farming community. Um, no main roads, few tracks. It wasn't well known, it wasn't wealthy. It didn't benefit from any of the Romans' special inventions or luxury buildings. Didn't have any public baths or underfloor heating or Roman palaces. Um, and I imagine, bear with me here, that calling yourself Jesus of Nazareth then was not unlike calling yourself Joshua Bond's green now. <laughs> and I, his upbringing was like um, one of the masses. It was not the elite. His family didn't know who would give him a leg up in the world. Simple food, practical work, and basic housing would have been what Jesus was used to. Nothing about the human Jesus made him very special. The human element of Jesus was very ordinary. And his ordinary humanness, I think, makes him very accessible to everybody. He was raised like most people are. He had chores and jobs and friends like everyone did. He would have had to go to school. He would have worked in his dad's carpenter shop and had to look after the family. What made him special was who he was inside, his godliness. Maybe calling someone by their name and where they lived was tradition in those times, but it also reminds us that Jesus of Nazareth wasn't raised as a king. Maybe it reminded his disciples of their specialness and the miracles they were performing were because of Jesus. That their, what made them feel special wasn't the banquets or being invited to important events or getting a new toga. It was <coughs> the power of the Holy Spirit, which was Jesus' powerhouse, which was given to them generously as a present. Think of all the amazing things that the disciples achieved once they received the Holy Spirit during Pentecost, which comes not long after this little quote here. Wasn't their ordinary humanness that achieved it? It was God working inside them through the Holy Spirit. So maybe this should also remind us that our specialness doesn't come from having new gadgets and a nice new car or kitchen extension. It's from the power of the Holy Spirit given to us generously as a present. Think of all the amazing things that God has done through us. And we've seen with our own eyes. I've seen a, a friend here with her deafness. I've had a car with a dead battery brought back to life. I've had prayers answered, feelings healed. It isn't our ordinary humanness that achieves these things but God working inside us through the Holy Spirit. We can do amazing things through the power of the Holy Spirit.
And sometimes we need to ask for renewing of that Holy Spirit. Not because God has stopped giving it to us, but because we've stopped asking. And without that renewing of the Holy Spirit, we are less able to know what God wants us to do. And we stop expecting anything. We stop expecting God to work wonders through us. We can do all things through Christ who strengthens us. Not on our own, but through Christ. However, we need to remind ourselves that it isn't us and our ordinary humanness that can do all things. That would be scary and intimidating. We can do all things through the power of the Holy Spirit within us. And the way that Jesus has the Holy Spirit and has given it to us. And as God said to Zechariah, as a personal message to Zerubbabel, you will succeed, not by might, not by power, but by my Spirit, said the Lord Christ. The Holy Spirit is a gift to us. Jesus promised it to his disciples before he left, because he knew that we needed the support and respect that the Holy Spirit gives us. I wonder also, in a weird way, if the Holy Spirit is something that stops us doubting that Christianity is just something we follow because it makes us feel better. The Holy Spirit will give us conviction and confidence in a God that we can't see. And we truly can do amazing things through God's Holy Spirit. Let me remind you of some of the promises Jesus gave us. John 14, 15-18 says this, If you love me, keep my commands. And I will ask the Father, and he will give you another Africa to help you and be with you forever. The Spirit of Truth. <coughs> the world cannot accept him because it neither sees him nor knows him. But you know him, for he lives with you and will be in you. I will not leave you as orphans, I will come to you. <coughs> and a little bit later, he says this The Advocate, the Holy Spirit, whom the Father will send in my name, will teach you all things. I will remind you of everything I said to you. Peace I give you. Peace I live with you. My peace I give you, not as the world gives do I give you. Let not your heart be troubled, neither let it be afraid. I thought we could spend some time 